0: Hello anyone and everyone, I am James Sebastian, and on this episode of Mechanical Fail, Gabe and I reconvene about my attempt to play through Skyward Sword. It didn't go well. Naturally, we discussed the trappings of poor motion control, the inclusion of mechanics that serve only to pad out the length of playtime, and my ultimate throwing in of the towel upon encountering a segment seemingly designed specifically to make you hate yourself. If you're a fan of Skyward Sword, my apologies go out ahead of time, as we don't varnish our opinion. I hope you enjoy the episode.
1: tell me more about your adventures in skyward sword
2: okay so i was doing okay um i was really starting to get pretty frustrated with the collect-a-thons to power up the master sword because it is one of the most arbitrary things i've ever seen just thrown into a game for no reason even worse than collecting triforce pieces um, not as tedious as that, but at least that sort of makes sense, because they were lost. There's, like, a story reason yeah, for it, right? Yeah, that's true. They were lost to I don't, to the Flood, so you gotta go recover them. That's, it was, it was crappy, and it was, like, the least fun <laughs> part of that game, but there was a justification for it in the world. There's no justification. Yeah. There's just a mechanism literally designed to be a test for you, which is just you running around... And not waking some statues up so that they hit you. Yeah. But you can do it as many times as you need to do it, obviously. And so what is the point? There's no story relevance to it. Honestly, it it almost reads like a,
1: like a folk tale that people are telling about how some champion did these tasks. Right. But then you have to play them and they're not very or fulfilling
2: what are the objects that you're collecting like there's they don't serve any they don't like become something they just like oh you collected them all cool yeah it's like really really now,
1: now the goddess will bestow upon you the things that will be bestowed and
2: why are they in the area that you've already been in now for some reason like basically what the design it feels like what the designer did is like okay we only have time to design three areas how can we use these areas as many times as possible yeah but they don't change them in any real interesting ways over time. Like they have some, you know, some minor changes, but they don't like become new. Right. They're just like, oh, well, it's a little faster to go part, through it just, now.
1: You just explore. New parts of the areas that have been unlocked. It's not really like the old parts really change at right. all,
2: right? But which you have to me is really them. disappointing.
1: Like I wish, I wish they had had actually been updated in some way.
2: That's what I'm saying. So you spend all your time going th- re- going through these areas again all the time. That like there's nothing for you in them. Yeah, and like I think they did a really poor job of um, like health management. So there are very few health items to be found in the overworld. Hmm. Generally, there are a ton of rupees which are practically useless. Oh, god,
1: rupees are completely well, I it's not that you, they're useless. You
2: can do the the crafting system, but they're, but it's not like you have to worry about having enough rupees ever. They throw them at you constantly, yeah, and in fairly big denominations, too. I mean, fives are like <laughs> the ones in every other yeah. side of the game, so honestly,
1: l- I feel like rupees and their uselessness in most Zelda games would be like an entire discussion unto itself. True. Because I really want to know what what you could do to improve the use of actual rubies in a Zelda game to make it interesting. They were
2: useful in one, the original. Which I haven't played. Okay. They're Shame. useful <laughs> in the sense that you can get very helpful items by using them to buy them. They're not necessary to complete the game as far as I know. Yeah. Except for maybe one time. Okay. But I think other than that, they're just useful to make your life a lot easier. Um, which I think is a decent way to yeah, go about that's it. that's a reasonable way to do it. Um, they're, you, oh, they're also vital in the fact that they're used for your arrows. So actually they do matter. Okay. Uh, uh, more than just buying stuff. So I think that's also a good system, right? You tie... I mean, I guess the idea
1: should be that getting more rupees can help you make the
2: game easier. It matters. And you're going to need them for certain things like using arrows because some things you need to shoot arrows at. So you... Or like
1: there are some key... I'm thinking like in A Link to the Past where you have to go and buy the flippers. Right. Like that just straight up costs money. Right. Yeah, there's no like... And you you need the flippers. Right. Well, if you play the game without sequence breaking.
2: Right. Um... After that, I think it really starts to fall off. I don't remember rupees being particularly helpful in Ocarina of Time. Um, yeah, I think you can buy a few kind of minor items, but I, it, do, it certainly it does certainly doesn't have the same importance, right? That it did. There's definitely not that feeling of significance.
1: That's more for side quests, which I think they did a good job of in Ocarina. Like, yeah, the side quests there are feel like they they matter, and like bottles are extremely useful. Yes. And getting, like, the big Goron sword, like, that's an, an enormous task that actually feels kind of like it pays off. Mm. Depends on whether or not you
2: like using the sword, but... I liked using it, but I don't know if it's worth it to get it. <laughs> I, I think, don't think it makes the game that much easier. I think
1: it's a fun quest. I think it's... yeah. Like, okay, I, sure. actually,
2: I actually enjoy doing the quest, and then once I get the sword, I'm like, sweet. This is this is great. Fair enough. I mean, the the getting the big Goron sword is kind of the precursor to all of Majora's Mask. How so? And just that it's this crazy task that you have to oh, like kind yeah. of time <clears throat> properly and all this other stuff. Everything's under a time limit. That's a good point. Um, so in that sense, I don't think it's a bad side quest. I, in terms of that game, Ocarina of Time specifically, I don't think it's really worth doing. Um, because the enemies
0: aren't so hard. Oh, yeah.
2: You, you can totally live without the sword. Right. Um, yeah. So after that, I'm trying to think of... I mean, I don't... I don't know enough about all of the uh, Game Boy games to to know how useful I wish I better are. remembered. I hadn't played... I played Oracle Seasons and Ages
1: yeah. extensively when I was a kid. That was 15 years good.
2: ago. They were very good. I've only played uh, Link's Awakening, which is also very good. That's the one I should play. Yeah. It's quality, for sure. So, yeah. So, Skyward Sword, I was doing okay. I mean, like, the, the it was a frustrating game, but it wasn't so bad that I wasn't still interested in, like, moving on. So, like, fighting with the sword was uh, a pain sometimes, but not, you know, it was it was fine. Um, it is extremely gimmicky, though. Oh, for sure. It gets old really fast. Yeah. You basically, like, go limp wrist and just kind of, like, <laughs> wiggle it around. The yeah. only thing I really disliked about it was that um, it didn't reset to center, After a strike, so you would have to put the sword back into a neutral position before you started another swing, and that was really stupid. Yeah. Because it basically failed to do what it intended to do, which was give you the ability to like kind of just swing back and forth easily. Mm -hmm. It didn't really do that well. Yeah.
1: No, there were definitely a lot of like wrist gymnastics you have to do to do it properly
2: yeah
1: and i think by the end of the game i was pretty good at it not that i enjoyed doing it
2: right yeah i mean there you you definitely get competent
1: yeah um but i think that's the problem i i maybe enjoyed doing it for the first hour of the game i played maybe and then after that i was just kind of obnoxious and by the end of the game i knew how to do i knew how to sword fight pretty well but i fucking hated doing it
0: at this point, Gabe and I had our conversation interrupted by a merciful pizza delivery. After temporarily replacing our distaste for Skyward Sword with the more pleasant taste of our meal, we get back into it and eventually get to the best slash worst part of the playthrough experience: my rage quit. You wanna get back to
1: important
2: hmm Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of where we were. <clears throat> um which sword sucks oh we were talking about
1: the attacks oh the yeah so and the
2: stabbing so yeah when they do that double block like when they hold two swords yeah. and keep you from attacking from the you know from the side or up or down you're supposed to stab and that move is so hard to consistently perform oh yeah it is not really worth even trying it's it's better just wait <laughs> just wait for them to switch <laughs> yeah. or try to like juke them somehow
1: and that was they they do just like switch Pattern so that if you don't want to deal with that one, you can pretty much just wait a few seconds and just hit them when they switch pattern.
2: Yes, Um, I'm impatient, so I always do the wrong one, (laughs) and it misreads my intention uh, frequently as well. That
1: that was that's half the issue, right? Like you have to learn to play correctly, quote unquote, such that it registers your input correctly, but that. If it's misregistering my intent, then that's that's pretty bad.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, a game should never be able to misinterpret your intent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> now, in reality, this is not really achievable in many ways, I don't think. Um, right. If and when we talk about lock-on cameras at some point, um, that's one thing I, I kind of want to touch on. Um, in terms of like your intent, because right it comes into play there a lot too, um, and with Zelda putting so much of the input through some mechanism that's really not inherently solid mm-hmm. uh, is a was a big gamble, and I think it really did not pay off at all.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I would agree. For me, I had an especially bad time because my nunchuck was kind of messed up. Yeah, I remember you saying. And you have to use it to deflect certain attacks. Like, to correctly use the shield, period. Yes. And the one of the very final boss fights, you pretty much have to use it, otherwise you're just going to take damage, period. Yeah. And it's a pretty strong hit because, like, the last boss fight, you're taking tons of damage. Yeah. And I was just sitting there like, throwing my nunchuck in my hand, trying to get it to do the fucking shield move, and doing it properly every time, but it didn't work, because I have a fucked up nunchuck. Right. And <laughs> that's it's so, much so frustrating. Why can't I just fucking press a button and have it just work?
2: I mean, my nunchuck works properly, and using the shield is terrible. I have abandoned the shield, because it is so <laughs> oh, hard right. to that's right. You use. can,
1: like, break your shield and just not even use it. That's yeah. It's so weird to me, because it's such a core... Exp- part of this
2: Zelda experience,
1: like, that deviation, I don't think, added anything to the game. It just made
2: it worse. Yeah, it didn't add, No, it added absolutely nothing. Like,
1: they changed the formula to make it worse.
2: Yeah, there's no benefit whatsoever. Um, there's no justification for it.
1: Uh, well, it justifies their crafting system, which right, also which, doesn't add very much to the game.
2: No, it adds absolutely nothing to the game, I would argue. Yeah. It is... There,
1: there, there would be better way. Like if they'd added quests for you to upgrade your items, that would have been infinitely better than yes. a collectathon that you then used to upgrade your items.
2: Here's why. Here's why the upgrades and the crafting system are useless. If they had made them mandatory, mm-hmm. uh, the game would have been more challenging and more tedious than it already is. Right. So they specifically designed the game so that you could beat it with the basic equipment. Right. So they have eliminated all incentive Mm -hmm. to partake in the crafting system. So why bother having it then? Right. Um, So they shouldn't have had it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I completely
2: agree. (laughs) And uh, it's basically just a distraction uh, to get you to kind of like explore and collect stuff. That's really what it's for. And nothing is less interesting than collecting things for the sake of upgrading something you don't care about or yeah. even like in my case don't even use
1: like the only there are a ton of upgrades you could do and I did a lot of them because I'm a collector and I like completing games and I kind of hated myself for it like <laughs> the it was actually really really great to upgrade like the little beetle like it actually does get really useful it yeah. has a utility right. um, but again I for me it's a Zelda game it makes sense that you quest you explore that should be the way you're getting upgrades. That you're acquiring new abilities. It shouldn't be like this collectathon where you go and you just farm some item in the Farren Woods because there's only three areas, anyways, and the sky is devoid of content. <laughs> right.
2: So yeah, I mean, <coughs> there are a lot of people who've complained about the sky in in the game, of course. Um, but honestly, it's really no different to me than the open world was in Ocarina of Time. That there's nothing in that.
1: Well, in Hyrule Field? Right? Yeah, Hyrule, there's nothing
2: in Hyrule Field at all. There's nothing there. There's Lawn Lawn Ranch and that's it. Yeah. Um, There's... They fixed it in... A handful
1: of things, but they're basically all on the rim of right, the of, field. Yeah. Which is weird.
2: They fixed it in Majora's Mask by, yeah. A, making the town have multiple exits out so you don't have to, like, run around the whole place. Well,
1: and it's in the center, too. And
2: it's in the center, which was... Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the places you have to go were, like, right outside.
1: And the field also... I want to say it's smaller but i'm not, it not, is, sure. I'm not actually sure well
2: if you discount the town
1: but it might just be that it's got more shit in it so it feels smaller and that actually uh, sure. I, need to, I want to check now
2: it might not be less space but it's more compact space right certainly so it probably feels smaller um anyway. at the very least it
1: feels smaller right. and it there's more things to be done there and yeah
2: yeah, but then they ruined it. I mean, like, Wind Waker was awful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. in, in that regard, the sea is huge and not really worth exploring for the most part. Yeah, that's, they make you explore it because of really the shameful. Triforce shards, but it's not really worth doing. Honestly, mm-hmm. there's not really much to be had. Um, and uh, Twilight Princess. Princess was the same. It was awful. It was humongous it was and was totally enormous. worthless.
1: The, like they add, it has more things,
2: but it's also way bigger. It's
1: huge. Yeah.
2: I couldn't believe how big that game was, and that is not a compliment.
1: Well, so. and it kills me that they lock it off for most of the game, and you slowly open it up, and then you're just like, okay, it's open now.
2: Yeah. I mean, the warp points make that game bearable, oh, it yeah, it takes God, a long well, the, time to get them. the warp
1: points, that would have been awful.
2: Yeah. Oh, it would have taken ages. Yeah. Um, Fuck that. <laughs> terrible. Terrible design choice. Uh, Skyward Sword did not fix any of that. Um no. I wouldn't say they really made it worse, but they certainly didn't improve they anything. They went in a different direction. <laughs> All they did was change how you navigate. They didn't change anything else. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, Skyward Sword, not great. Um, so I finally... <laughs> I, I finally uh, let's talk about the rage quit moment. Oh, okay. Now, finally, because... I, I, lo-
1: I love that you actually have a rage quit moment, because for me, I finished the game... I know. ...through sheer tenacity, and it took me a year and a half, which no other Zelda game have I ever taken that long to beat like less than a month definitely probably like a week and a half yeah and i i effectively would rage quit every month or so when i would pick it up and try to play it again and i would just be like fuck this game and then i would pick it up again later and keep playing see
2: i'm i'm going to give it back to you so that i can't do that <laughs> because Uh, I was perfectly fine going along with that game. With all the stuff I didn't like, it was still a playable game. I mean, I'd resorted to just using a guide and just plowing through it um, because I didn't really care about discovering things on my own because there's really not much to discover. There really isn't. Um, But it was fine. Um, If I was free of all the extra time wandering around lost, then I felt like it would be a game I could get through. But... I hit the minecarts and that really was enough to just send me over the edge and decide that <laughs> it was not worth finishing. Um, I cannot believe how much disrespect they have for a player's time than yeah. that system. It's absolutely horrible. For anybody who's not uh, aware, <laughs> in the Sand Sea, you go to this area where, uh, I don't know, you have to like, Get on a minecart and mm-hmm. navigate through this uh, roller coaster, essentially, to get to someplace. I don't know where it goes because I didn't finish it.
1: All while using motion controls. And yeah,
2: so you have <laughs> you have to aim yourself. So there will be like these junctions, and you have to either go one way, right or left. If you go the wrong way, you just hit a brick wall or like a dead end, and you die, and, and you start over. Yeah. I said, you don't actually die. You don't lose heart or anything. It just makes you do it again, which is unbelievable. <clears throat> if you go the right way, then you get to continue on the roller coaster. All the while, you have to maintain um, your speed. So if you go too fast, you become more unstable, mm-hmm. and therefore uh, can, like, you're at much off. higher risk of falling off. So there are these sweeping turns, and during those turns, your cart will start to tip over, and you have to like use the motion control to steady yourself. Which is not really reliable at all. So, you can either overcorrect really easily or just won't register that you're turning it. So, you may fall over anyway. And you have to keep from going too fast in certain areas. So, you have to use a brake system. The first, the first little trot, you have to, there's a couple like sections of the track. Okay. In the first section, I just kept holding the brake the whole time. Um, and that worked well enough? Yeah, I made it tolerable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The second section, you can't do that because you have to, like, make a jump. And if you're going too slow, you won't make it. So I had to try to, like, figure out a good in-between speed. And you also have to aim on those jumps. You have to, like, aim up on the cart because if you're aimed forward, you'll fall out. Oh, my God. So basically, it's, like, the perfect storm of horrible motion control action. Of
1: very precise controls required, but...
2: Here's what they could have done. And I wish they had done this instead. So much. I wish they had not given you a failure point in that ride. I wish they just penalized you for sucking at it. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there are so many failure states on the, on it, and they and because they reset you to the very beginning of it every yeah. single time, it, it it basically just became a huge time suck for me, and I just gave up because I wasn't confident that I would able be able to finish it because I would fail like at various points. And sometimes it would be really early and sometimes it would be pretty late. It wasn't like I was like getting better and I kept getting a little Mm-mm. further and a little further. It was like, oh, no, this time it just tipped over and I couldn't stop myself from tipping over like the, on the second turn of the thing. And other times I would get really, really far and then like just not aim the Wii Remote in the right direction enough to get my mm-hmm. cart to turn the right direction so I'd hit like the dead end. If they had just made it so that if you choose the wrong thing or you don't do it well enough, like it just depletes your hearts right, or does something that makes your life more difficult later on, yes, but doesn't stop you from progressing in the game, it would have been a much, much better choice. Right. And if they had done that, I would still be playing that game.
1: (laughs) It's so weird because I feel like Skyward Sword is mostly... For me it was mostly just I am indifferent to this game and with many moments of anger and with a few moments of like awesome bits that I really loved. And for me the just getting to the Sancy and seeing it and seeing how the like the concept I was like this is amazing this is brilliant. And then you know you have things like this minecart ride and ugh
2: Maybe because I'd already I already knew about the Sand scene. I wasn't that impressed with it. It's pretty cool. I mean, I mean it is cool. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if they exploited it to its fullest oh, potential. I, I
1: definitely don't think so. They could have done much more.
2: Well, they could have done a lot. Yeah. Anyway. So I mean, I will uh, probably at this point never find out, <laughs> um, <laughs> unless I can like, get a save state from a further point in the game where I can just skip that section because I don't know if I want to play it. Yeah. I don't know. For me,
1: I'm really sad because it just feels like... feels like I wasted a lot of time playing that game. Right. For very little enjoyment.
2: That's the realization I had come to, which is why I stopped playing. Right. Um, I, I kind of feel like... I failed in a certain way because I have, (laughs) it's not, it should not be a hard game. Right. And. I
1: think that's the game I've died in the most. Yeah. And been most upset playing. Right. And not for any, at least not for any reason I can think of that I was doing something
2: wrong. Even when I do things incorrectly in that game, you never get the sense that, oh, okay, I can do it better the next time. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it just never gives that sensation to you.
1: I never felt that way. Or, or, sorry, I never felt like I could just improve. Right. Like, there were times... I remember specifically when you first get to the time shift stones and you're facing off against the the guys that have the two electrified batons. Yeah. And I just kept dying to them. Yeah. I would just, you know, I, I was... Up to that point in the game, I was just getting by by wailing on whoever and they they require precision that you just for the for the reasons we mentioned like you just can't really have like you need to strike diagonally right now or you get electrocuted right and i just sat there getting electrocuted so i just found other ways to kill them because fuck it bombs they're not, they're not worth <laughs> dealing with yeah yeah or just you know turn them back into skeletons and run off
2: or that yeah yeah they're um it it really motivated you to find the cheapest method of eliminating enemies as possible. Bombs became a big one for me since you could just stash a bunch of them yeah. in, your, in your bomb bag whenever you came across a bomb flower. So I used those a lot. And they're fairly plentiful through most of the levels that I played through. Mm-hmm. They weren't really that scarce, so it wasn't hard to get more of them if I needed them. Um, so, like, the... Yeah, like, the, the guys with the electric batons in particular were a pain. Um... The any of the enemies that were in the sand that you sink in, I mean, you basically have to kill those with bombs. But the the way you are supposed to do it is use the flying beetle to pick up a bomb and Mm -hmm. drop them on. But then they the enemies respawn, so it's like it takes away all of your accomplishment, and the the amount of time it takes you to like launch the beetle takes
1: for fucking ever.
2: Get the bomb fly overhead and drop it is takes a long time. It's
1: great for like solving
2: a puzzle, but you, yeah. it's
1: awful for killing enemies. Right.
2: And when enemies can hit you from distance and they respawn and you can't just run to them and hit them with a the sword, I cannot imagine how anybody could have had any kind of fun. And I'm not I'm not of the opinion that all games should be fun, but a Zelda game should have some fun element to it mm-hmm. and it just doesn't have it. Or it has very very little of it.
1: I mean I I would argue Zelda games should be fun cuz yeah. they're they're made for everybody, right? It's Nintendo. Right. Yeah. But
2: this game seemed to be made for nobody actually.
1: I don't know who. I know a lot of people that seem to enjoy it. I don't and there were when I I remember it coming out and I was super hyped for it. I wanted it to be good. I wanted it to be great. And I read a bunch of reviews and people were speaking very highly of it. And then I played it, and that was not the
2: case. Yeah. So I guess, for me, I'm, I'm bummed in a way that I probably won't finish it. Although I'm also kind of relieved at the same time that I'm not going to be worried about finishing it. I mean, I would just tell you to watch
1: a run of it at this point.
2: I mean, but that's the thing. I don't even care enough to know what happens. I mean, I already, <laughs> I already know what happens in the story, so I, that doesn't matter to me. It was more just the feeling of accomplishment. But right. it, it's not going to feel like it was worth it when I finish it. So I don't think I'm going to finish it. I see.
0: I hope you enjoyed our dragging of Skyward Sword through the mud. On the one hand, I'm a bit disappointed that I didn't end up finishing the game. But considering the number of games out there and even how many good Zelda games exist, it's ultimately hard for me to be too upset about it. I think it's more than fair to say that the game missed the mark and didn't really accomplish much of what it set out to do but even the worst games offer the opportunity to learn, and in that sense, they are worth talking about. If you're interested in more of our thoughts on games, you can see my essays on various games at jamessebastian.tumblr.com, or follow me on Twitter at jsebastiangames. You can check in on what Gabe's been up to by visiting his site, gabem.me. Thanks for listening.